Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. I do. I sincerely, oh, oh, yeah, look at me. I sound like I'm Canadian, huh? Oh, I hope you're having a great day today, aren't you? <laughs> oh, right there. Do you know what I'm talking about? Anyway, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, as well as Blake Street Tavern. They're at 23rd and Blake. They're closing their doors on April 9th for good shocking news we're all kind of blindsided by it um but so make sure you go down there and check them out before they're gone also thanks to 1876 apparel i'm going to put a link in today's episode make sure you click on that and there's de huff's picks and i have some selected merch that you need to check out it's all colorado themed really cool stuff but if you buy something using that link then some of that money goes back into this podcast, and I'm going to use that to get merch of my own made. And possibly, I know this is the part you've been waiting to hear, you could potentially be a a sponsor for a couple episodes of some random objects in my studio. I know. If I look around here, I see a, a Wolverine action figure. I have a globe that I stole from my son's room. He doesn't even know it's gone. And then I got some speakers. I got a piece of shit board that I need to upgrade eventually. The stuff that I hear in my ears sometimes, I'm like, I, I don't know if that's going over. Don't know if that's going over, but because it's like, <laughs> probably a demon trying to speak to me through my board. Either way, you could be a sponsor of the demon. Ah, yeah! Today's demon is presented to you by Carl and Thornton. Thanks, Carl. <laughs> anyway, don't know where that came from. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. A lot to get to today. I, I, I'm putting this episode out a little later than I wanted to. And the reason being is, one, I recorded a version of this this morning, and I'm like, I, you know what? I, had a, I, I was irritable this morning. Wasn't really feeling it. And then my wife and I, along with our kids, had to go to an appointment down in Aurora. And then I'm driving back and I'm like, I just want to re-record this. And just because I just felt like my energy level just wasn't what it needed to be. What you guys deserve is high energy. High energy. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sorry. If you're new to this podcast, I'm doing that as a joke. Okay. I'm not like really thinking that that's how you should talk. Although I will get into annoying radio people here in a second, if I remember. But anyway, so I decided, you know what I need to do? I need to re-record this. And then we get stuck in traffic. And we're on I-270 in the Denver metro area. And sure enough, it just gridlock. It's so fucking annoying. And I got to be honest, when it cleared up, I have no idea why it was backed up in the first place. We get to Vasquez, and I'm like, wait, what? Huh? It's wide open. No idea why. Drives me freaking nuts. I, are other cities like that, or is just Colorado just the fucked up one? <laughs> Where you're like on I-25 or something, and you're like, man, this there must be a bad accident up there. Then you get to about Santa Fe, and all of a sudden it just opens up. No, people are just fucking stupid. I blame all the transplants. If you're a transplant, you got to blame somebody else. Be like, well, it's not me. It's somebody else. It does bug me, too, when you're driving and it's slow 
then you get to the point where it starts to relieve itself. And then you look over and it, the only reason why it's slow is there's say like somebody pulled over to the side. They're having car trouble. That happened one time. There was a lady, you know, fixing her flat tire or something like that. And all, everybody had to stop and stare. So, so ridiculous. I hate that stuff. So anyway, that's why I'm a little bit delayed on putting this out there. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> but going back to the radio voice, we went down to Colorado Springs and I don't like to bag on people too much. But you know what I'm saying. There's times where you tune into a radio station, and it's usually the smaller markets, and you get what is known as a puker on the radio, where they're like, hey, 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 everybody, it's going to be slow going out there on I-25. <laughs> you know what I mean. It's going to be gridlock on uh, I-25 southbound as you approach Santa Fe. <laughs> it always sounds like they're doing that. <laughs> In the mile high. <laughs> and you listen to those people. And you're like, what the fuck is that? My wife literally looks at me and she's like, and she just starts laughing. Like it. <laughs> she's all, he has a special voice. He does. Yeah. It sounds like he's trying to induce vomiting. I shouldn't make fun of him because there's times where, especially w when I try to do voice work and they'll send a script and you read it, and then you hear what ends up winning or getting the bid, essentially, and you're like, it's a puker. I'm like, I can't I can't stand to do that. And then sometimes I'll try to do that, and then I still don't get the gig. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, fuck. I am not good, apparently. I suck. So I shouldn't make fun of other people's voices when my voice is apparently trash. Trash, I say. So, yeah, we got back from our Colorado Springs family vacation. Not too bad. We did find something exciting. I love the mixed drink of an old-fashioned. Just, it, it's a great drink when made properly. When it's made poorly, it bugs the shit out of me. So, I go down to the Cheyenne Mountain Resort. There's a restaurant in there called Elevations, I want to say. and they had, by far, the best old-fashioned I've ever had. Freaking amazing. So if you're down in Colorado Springs and you are craving a good old-fashioned, go pull into the Cheyenne Mountain Resort, check out the restaurant. I think they open at like 4 p.m. every day, something like that, and go into the Elevations restaurant and order an old-fashioned. And tell me that's not good. It's delicious. I went into a restaurant once... It was a, I think it was last year for my wife and I's 19th anniversary. And we went in there and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get an old fashioned because I hadn't had one there before. And it was a smoked old fashioned. And those are usually pretty good. I go in there, they did the smoke, but it was literally just whiskey on the rocks with smoke on top. I'm like, they don't know how to make an old fashioned, or at least the bartender at the time didn't. Just pissed me off. Wasted my money. I drank it. Don't get me wrong. I drank the shit out of it. But if, if I'm going to pay for an old-fashioned, it better be fucking good. And the one at the Cheyenne Mountain Resort at the Elevations is awesome. Very good. Now, that being said, I did experience what I had to say is a culinary embarrassment down in the Colorado Springs area. We went 
We took the family to the Olympic Museum, which if you've never gone, you got to go. Extremely cool. There's a part where at, at, at the end you watch like this montage of Olympic athletes talking about their journeys. And if you, if you don't get a little teary-eyed watching that, you probably don't have a soul. I'm just saying it's true. <laughs> but it, so we watched, we watched that video. It was really cool. Really neat to see some of the struggles of some of the the athletes like Michael Phelps. I didn't realize the first Olympics he went to, he went home empty-handed. And that really dr drove him to accomplish more, which is really cool. Love seeing that stuff. But anyway, the museum itself is, is amazing. Definitely worth the trip. Definitely worth the price of admission. But anyway, before that, there's a restaurant attached to it called The Flame. And I go in there with the family, and I don't remember what I ordered, but my son and my wife ordered the same thing. They got like a brunch, which was pancakes, right? They got some pancakes and bacon. So they sit down. My son drenches the pancakes with the syrup that they provide. And my wife doesn't do that. My son takes a bite. My son eats anything. He will eat anything. Eat, he'll eat the shit out of like a pile of ducks. No, he won't do that. But he, he's not a picky eater. He takes a bite and he goes, oh my, oh, this is gross. Like, whoa. Like literally everybody at the table stopped, including my daughter, who was just like, whoa, Jackson never says that. What is wrong with it? Is it this tastes disgusting? And my wife's all, you can spit it out if you need to. So he spits it out. What's wrong with it? It's the syrup. The syrup tastes disgusting. Well, my wife ended up giving my son her pancakes because she didn't do that. But that being said, she's like, let's taste her uh, uh, syrup, right? So we taste it because it's in this little saucer cup. And oh my God, it, that was the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted. It, it was like somebody seasoned castor oil, something like that. Or like, you know, uh, like, <laughs> there's like, I, I don't know, let's get some oil off the shelf. We're at O'Reilly Auto Parts. That's fine. We'll make it into syrup. <laughs> it was disgusting. And they put like seasoning in it or something. I don't know. It was the most baffling flavor I have ever uh, experienced. And it, all I could think is, this is an embarrassment. This is embarrassing because everything else tasted good. The pancakes by themselves were good. My son ended up eating my wife's pancakes. They were good. My daughter's food, it was good. Whatever the hell I ate, I can't remember what it was. But, it, oh, I ate a burger. It was good. It wasn't phenomenal, but it was good. That was worth it. We didn't eat an entire entree because it tasted like shit. Like it was smothered in anal just secretions. That's how bad it tasted. I'm sorry, but it was gross. And they should be embarrassed for that. So I actually had to pull aside the waitress. And I was like, I hate to do this. I don't like to complain. But you guys need to know. Have you ever tasted the syrup that you give with these pancakes? She's like, no. What's wrong with it? I, was, I said, it is honestly the worst thing I have ever tasted in my life. And she's like, oh, my God. She's I. I kind of want to taste it now. I, I guess I have to taste it now. I said, y you do, 
because it shouldn't be served with anything. It, it's disgusting. She apologized up and down. I was like, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. But it needs to be corrected because it's gross. And sure enough, she's like, I'll have to go talk to the manager. I don't know what, why, you know, maybe they got a new shipment of something. But to be honest, it's like you got people walking around in chef's coats behind the, you know, the line. I'm guessing that you made your own maple syrup and you just did not fucking taste it because it tasted like garbage. So I hate to put you on blast, but I have to put you on blast because it's an easy correction. It is. And but it's also a public service because guys don't order that. Or if you do say, can I get a sample of your maple syrup? Because I don't want to taste, you know, what it's like to, uh, you know, lick the anus of a, a of, of a raccoon carcass. Okay, I don't know why I said that. That's a little too far. <laughs> I went. Uh, there was a line, and I literally went and just re- did the running long jump and jumped across it. And I apologize. It was bad. But that being said, the rest of the food, the rest of the entrees were good, worth the money. They ruined it by somebody either buying a pre-produced syrup and not actually tasting it or somebody, the chef, made that and didn't bother to taste it. Or he's sick and has no sense of taste. That's the only thing I can figure because it was a complete joke, a complete culinary embarrassment. Fix it. Please, like I said, the rest of your food knocks it out of the park. And next time we go down there, we will eat there. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying don't eat there. But what I'm saying is a lot of times restaurants, you guys don't fix your shit. When somebody complains, you got to fix that shit because that's fucking gross. Ugh, so bad. And again, I feel sorry bringing that up, but also it's more of a public service to people out there because you need to know if something's gross because that was a waste of our money. We didn't get a refund on it. We didn't eat the the entire entree. We threw it away. Didn't get our money back. I didn't ask for it back. But geez, I would be pissed if I went down there and they didn't fix that again. So anyway, hey, we got some headlines we're going to get to here in a second. But first, make 2023 the year you beat Vegas. Superbook Sports gives you the chance every week to go head-to-head with the best odds makers in Las Vegas. There's no fancy computer algorithms, no guys across the pond setting lines for American sports. Just the best team of odds makers in the business behind the counter at Superbook in Las Vegas. Plus, Superbook features some of the best odds boosts and promo bets anywhere. So go ahead and download the Superbook Sports Colorado app or visit Superbook.com. And start your battle against Vegas right now. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. This is Chris Fuseli, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. I know it's the Joker's town and we just live in it. But I love to watch the dude hoop. If you do too, stop by the Blake Street Tavern. With a minimum loan, play with games on every night. It's the Blake Street Tavern where Denver watches sports. Don't come after me if you're if you're with that restaurant. Don't be mad. Just do better. That's all I'm saying, guys. If if I if I put a product out like that, I'd be embarrassed. But I'd also make sure that that it never happened again. So anyway, I'm I'm gonna get an email. Why did you do that? You could have just sent me an email. Yeah, I could have. I could have, but I didn't. 
I didn't. The people need to know. Anyway, uh, is there a place that you think sucks, or do you, is there a place that you think is phenomenal? Let me know, dehuffuncensored at gmail.com, or hit me up on my socials at Podcast. But you know what we need to do right now? Let's jump into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> well, big surprise. Elon Musk pissed off somebody. This time, it's the media. And you know what? I don't have a problem with it. Elon Musk apparently set it up on the email account, excuse me, the email account for Twitter that if you are a media member and you send an email to a specific email address and you're trying to get an, you know, some information from Twitter, that the automatic reply that goes back to the media member is a poop emoji. <laughs> Come on, that's funny. People are calling him on professional and saying that that's, you know, ruffling the wrong feathers. Elon, you're doing it. You're ruffling the wrong feathers. Come on, guys. Life is chaotic. Life is stressful. Let's just try to put a spin on life and, you know, try to smile. One minute you're eating shitty food. The next minute, you know what you need to be doing? You need to smile and move forward. Elon Musk. I don't see what's wrong with setting the auto reply to the to the press email account with a poop emoji. I don't see what's the big deal. Come on, guys. Life's short. Let's laugh. I guess the biggest thing that jumps in my head with this is I always remember a great line from Mark Schlereth. And it's simple. Poop is always funny. Okay? It is. And Elon Musk knows this. That's why he put the poop emoji as the response to any sort of media inquiries at Twitter. So, bravo, Elon. Bravo. Now the uptight fuckers are, you know, pissed off. It's fine. It's fine. God. Did it ruin your day? Oh, God, the poop emoji. Fuck, Elon, man. My day is ruined. You know what? Fuck it, man. I was going to say my day. More like my year. My year is ruined thanks to Elon having a poop emoji sent back at me. Come on. Get over it. Who cares? If you have a sense of humor, that's funny. Now, that being said, that's not something I could do. I couldn't do that with my DeHuff Uncensored podcast. I couldn't have it where you send me an email and I have an auto reply that it, that is just like a poop emoji. That would be bad business for me because I'm a small entity. He's a large entity, and it's Elon. And if anything, this is just more publicity for Elon Musk and Twitter. So he can get away with it. I couldn't get away with that. That would be bad business for me because I could have potential clients emailing me, and next thing you know, they're like, hey, DeHuff, we love your podcast, really want to you know, partner up and see what we can we can accomplish together. Send. Oh, yeah, that was a quick response from DeHuff. Oh, it's a poop emoji. Well, guess we're not going to be spending our advertising dollars with him. <laughs> no, he can get away with it. I can't. But that being said, I still think it's funny. Still think it's funny. Hey, do you trust me? I can show you the... No, 
Aladdin, I do not trust you. If you've seen the movie, it makes sense. Okay, if you've never seen the movie Aladdin, it doesn't make sense. Anyway, the New Mexico Department of Fish and Game, they're hiring a so-called bear hugger. That is a person that has the courage to crawl into a bear den and, you know, hug bears or some shit like that. You, so this is what they said. You must have the ability to hike in strenuous conditions, crawl into bear dens, and trust that your coworkers will keep you safe. I don't think I have ever had a coworker that I trust keeping me safe. I don't. Did I ever tell you the time I worked at Quiznos in Broomfield? I don't even think it's there anymore. I think it's a nail salon now. But there used to be a Quiznos in Broomfield on 120th and Main, what used to be next to what used to be the Safeway. And my manager at the time, the the I think I was just a shift manager or maybe I was an assistant GM. But the GM was talking to me as I was fixing a light. So I was up on a ladder and she's talking, talking, talking. And then I backed down the, the ladder and I basically jump off the last two steps or whatever. And I feel something graze against my side. I'm like, I look down and there is a blade. There is a giant knife. What are those knives? Like eight inches long, something like that. A bit of a cock's length, slightly above a cock's length. <laughs> she was talking to me and apparently she had the knife in her hand the whole time. And as she's talking to me, she's just like pointing at me, which is knife safety 101. Keep it down. Keep it down. And so when I got jumped down it literally brushed i could feel the side of the blade rub against my my side fat <laughs> she was just trying to help me out she's trying to trim the fat i was like what the hell was that she almost stabbed me she would have fucking i would have lost the kidney if i would have jumped over to the side just slightly the fuck i don't even know where i was at oh yeah i don't trust a lot of people that i work with okay i don't even my wife and stuff like that, like you think about what goes into that keeping you safe. My wife mentally, yes, I do. She's very conscious about everything that goes around. Some might say a little too much, a little too conscious. But anyway, physically, she's not that strong, but she mentally, she's sharp as sharp as all get out. So you want somebody that's the whole package. And I don't know anybody that's the whole package except for you. You and I, we're in this together. And uh, I will. Anyway, I shouldn't have sang. I hate when people sing on radio or anything like that. It makes me want to punch them right in the throat. So next time you see me, do not punch me in the throat, okay? Fuck. So officers will also investigate wildlife damage, help develop new regulations, relocate wildlife, and educate the public about wildlife. Applicants are required to have a Bachelor of Science degree in biological science, pol uh, police science, or law enforcement, natural resources, con uh, conservation, ecology, or similar fields like criminal justice, geography, physics, physiology, or psychology, excuse me, zoology, and, and, and many other areas. So you got to be a smart person. And you got to love doing this. 
I would say the only person I know of personally that I, I said personally twice. <laughs> Stupid. I'm dumb. Obviously, I'm not built for this. I'm not passionate enough about wildlife to do this. Plus, I, I, I have a wife and I have two small kids. I can't imagine putting myself in this position. But that being said, the only person that comes to my mind that would be good at this was is my late father who passed away back in er, the early 80s. So, I mean, that's what he, I look at the requirements and he had most of those. I mean, he's a well-educated individual, loved wildlife. My mom always tells me the stories that like my dad used to go up in the mountains and just live off the land for months at a time because he loved it. I don't get that. I hate being in the mountains and well, I shouldn't say that. I have to take a shower every 24 hours. Otherwise, I get really irritable. Really, I am a bitch when I don't take a shower. I can't stand it. And also, it's just like bugs freak me out. I hate bugs. I hate anything that could kill me. You know, snakes, bears, mountain lions. By the way, did you see that guy in Colorado that was soaking in the hot tub with his wife? And next thing he knows, he has a fucking mountain lion gnawing on his head. Holy shit. Now, that being said, they're out in the middle of nowhere. They're in the mountain lion territory. He sees a noggin. He's going to start chomping. So I, I can't blame the mountain lion on that one. But that being said, it's not like the guy went out there and was like, hey, mountain lion, come here. Chew on me head. No, he wasn't doing that. And I don't know why he would be from like, New Zealand or Australia, whatever that accent was. <laughs> I don't know. Thankfully, the guy's going to be okay. But holy crap, that's that's scary. But you have to be a special breed of person to do this gig. And I don't know too many people, really, that would be into it. If, if you're into it, that's cool. Maybe you need to go apply. So check it out. The New Mexico Department of Fish and Game. They're hiring. And this could be your next gig. It's dangerous. It's very dangerous. But if you're into that, that's cool. It's like Chad Brown, former NFL linebacker. We did that episode with him early on in, in the podcast history. I want to say right around episode 23. And he talked about where he goes across the world. He was in Indonesia. And they called him out for the Bronx Zoo to verify the length of a snake. He jumped into this old abandoned train car. There's hardly any light, and it's him and his buddy, and all they have is a, a sack to catch the snake in and a trash can lid as like a shield. Meanwhile, there's like hundreds of snakes around them in this box car, and they need to verify the length of one of them. So they have to sift through all the snakes with poor lighting, dodging... <laughs> snakes everywhere and then verify the length of this this one particular one and that's but he loves that stuff he that's his thing shad has or chad has that um ship your reptiles business check him out on instagram and they they show a lot of their the animals that they work with and stuff like that it's really neat but i don't other than him and my dad i really don't know anybody that's really that into animals like that. So 
maybe you are, let me know at dehuffuncensored at gmail.com or hit me up on my socials, Dehuff Podcast. Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's the new quarterback for the Las, Va- Las Vegas Raiders, and he had just signed a three-year deal with the Raiders when all of a sudden he gets a potential sponsorship or a partnership, I guess you could say. There's two ladies that work at the Chicken Ranch Brothel, Caitlin Bell and Alice Alice Little, offered to give, not just for the three years that he's there, but for a lifetime, they offered Jimmy G free sex. I, I mean, he's single. I guess that's okay. It makes sense. If, if this was you and you're really into the ladies, ladies, this could be go for you too. If you're into the ladies, that's cool too. Would you take the deal? Guys, if you're into dudes and there's a, a do they have male brothels or is it only female brothels? I guess I've never inquired about that. Just you can send me an email if there's such a thing as male brothel, brothels. I don't want to Google it, okay? Because that's just going to show up. If I die, all of a sudden they're going to go through my Google history and they'll be like, Mrs. DeHuff, do you know that your husband was looking up male brothels? (laughs) What? What? (laughs) Just let me know. DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com. Stay anonymous. Let me know. Are there? I have no idea. But anyway, if whatever you're into (laughs) sends you an an invite for free sex for the rest of your life, would you take it? I, I would say it would be hard to turn down, especially if you're single. Why not? These are the pros' pros. They're the best of the best. They know what they're doing. They know their way around a penis, I'll tell you that much. Or a vagina, okay? I don't know. But either way, would you do it? Let me know, at the Huff Podcast. <laughs> I just, as a single guy, it would make sense. And let's be honest, real quick, sex work is real work. And they're in an industry where it's in, in in an area that it's legalized. So they have standards. They have regulations that they have to obey. So they're clean. They're healthy. I just, it's interesting. And here's what I think needs to happen with Jimmy G. A lot of people are like, oh, man, he can't do that. Or if he does, he, I wouldn't tell anybody. He needs to tell people. Like, yeah, I, I'll take him up on their offer a couple times. That's what he should say. And I'll tell you why. We need to lose the, the, the stigma that's attached to sex work. And what we need to end up doing is legalizing it. And I know some of you are completely against it. But here's why I say that. People are going to do it anyway. It's like legalizing marijuana. A lot of people were anti-marijuana getting legalized. Now, then once once they try it again or you know, they realize that all oh, there's there's a lot of benefits to it, then they're like, "Okay, it's fine. It's not that big of a deal." At first, I understand that it is it's very jarring because it's something that we don't we've always been told is bad. And there's a part of it that is bad especially when it comes to the prostitution or the sex work part. Here's what's 
jarring to me and doesn't make sense. You can pay somebody for sex and it's against the law, but you can pay somebody for sex and have a camera involved and you're two willing participants and it's not against the law. How does that make sense? Right? So here's the thing. You legalize it. It's healthier and safer for the individuals involved on both sides as far as the customer and the the employees. So when all these guys are running behind their spouse's backs and they're going to these unsafe locations and unregulated locations, at least if they're going to regulated and clean locations and clean employees, at least you know, you're keeping the individuals involved safer. If that makes sense. I listen, I can I get it. Some of you don't like it. But here's the thing. We need to stop as a society pretending that none of us like to have sex. Sex is a great thing. So many of us enjoy it. So many of us are bad at it. But imagine if we could go somewhere where somebody taught you the ropes. Be like Ma'am, I am a, a, a lump of clay. Mold me so I can bang my wife with pride. <laughs> Ladies, you would like that, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I think it's one of those things where if we stopped and thought about it a little bit more, we would realize it's not as bad as we think it, think it is. It would be safer for everybody involved. And you just tax the shit out of it like they tax the shit out of marijuana. Where that money goes officially, I don't know, but they're taxing it. It's going to somewhere. Do the same thing with prostitution. Didn't think I was going to be talking about prostitution, prostitution this much. And I, I guess it wouldn't, you wouldn't even be a prostitute at that time. You'd just be a sex worker working out of a physical building, right? So you wouldn't have to go... In the back alley, get your knob socked off. I said socked off. Getting your knob sucked off, okay? By, you know, a toothless prostitute. <laughs> and now she would be able to get dental care and insurance just clear across the board. It would be better for everybody. I, I just think it's one of those things where if Jimmy G came out and was just like, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I'll probably go a couple times at least, you know, see what happens. See if they can teach me anything. I don't know. It'd be nice. What would be the harm in that? I don't see the harm in that. And I think it would just help as long as he didn't overfocus on it. I think it would be a good thing for the sex industry. And it would just be like, just get over it. Let's, let's stop trying to pretend that people don't like to do it because we do. So why don't you just make it legal and allow these ladies or gentlemen out there to earn earn a paycheck and get some health care and benefits and just make it legal? Come on. It's a good time to uh, let people know that if you run a sex industry of any sorts, let me know. DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com. Always looking to interview somebody that works in the adult film industry. I just want to know, again, <laughs> what your day is like. I just find that fascinating because it's foreign to me. 
I would like to know. Then I'd also like to know your opinions on it. what would happen if we made sex work legalized clear across the board. What would that mean? Because you see the world, you see some shady characters, I'm sure. What would that mean if, if everything changed? So let me know, dehuffuncensored at gmail.com. And good for Jimmy G. Go for it. Swing for the fences, my friend. Might as well. By the way, real quick, did you see they're coming out with a Beetlejuice 2? That's officially in development. I guess, uh, who is it? Uh, Tim Burton came out and said that, yeah, they're they're officially doing it. It's starting. And I believe Michael Keaton is going to be Beetlejuice again because you can't have anybody other than Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice. Why not a writer? is going to be in there as Lydia Dietz. And they're also trying to get Jenny Ortega to play Lydia or Winona Ryder's daughter. So that will be cool. And a lot of people are hoping this happens, but I don't I don't see anything that says it's going to happen. But a lot of people are begging and pleading for Johnny Depp to be a part of it. So we'll see what happens. But either way, I like the original Beetlejuice movie, and I think that would be cool if it... If it officially gets rolling and gets moving. I think that would be neat. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it. Sorry I went off on that tangent when it came to sex work, but I just think it's one of those things where it's, I think it's one of those, it's kind of like weed. Like so many people for the longest time, they're like, if you do, if you smoke the weed, you smoke the reefer, you're going to go kill somebody. No, you're not. The only thing you kill is a bag of Cheetos right? It's kind of a joke, but next, when's the last time you got high? If you smoke a weed, uh, smoke a weed, if you smoke weed, you don't want to do anything like that. If anything, you're just going to gain some, some weight because you just, you just want to relax and, and chew, chew on some food. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, so anyway, same thing with the prostitution, man. Make sex work legal. It's better for the Everybody involved. I don't need to get rehash it again. You, you see my point. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Make sure you share it with your friends. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado, as well as Blake Street Tavern. They're at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. And sad news, if you didn't hear, Blake Street Tavern is shutting their doors completely as of April 9th of this year, 2023, I don't know why officially. I've heard some rumors out there, but until I hear it from Chris Fuselay and the people at Blake Street Tavern, I'm not going to say it's, I'm not going to repeat the rumors because that's a lot of people's lives involved. And it's, it to be closing the doors, I mean, that's, that's pretty serious stuff. So I'm sure they'll do fine. I'm curious what, what's next for, Chris Fuselay and everybody uh, with Blake's, that is currently with Blake Street Tavern. But they've been a great sponsor of mine since basically the beginning. And I appreciate everything they've done for, for me and being a sponsor, which has helped, you know, allowing me to be home with the kids and, the, and be a better parent and be a better husband to my wife. Still a challenge because it is me, right? But they've allowed me to have some more freedom by being home. Now, the, the, I don't know what's next. And 
it, it, it sucks because on multiple levels, I, I like their place. It's a great establishment, always a great place to go and watch a game, get some great food. Everybody was so friendly over at Blake Street Tavern. But also, selfishly, now it's just I'm w- losing a sponsor, and, and that sucks, and that, that's kind of scary for me. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But, you know, hopefully only good news for them moving forward, Forward, everybody involved over there. Hey, also want to say thanks to 1876 Apparel. Don't forget, I'm going to put the link in this uh, on, on the description of this podcast, so make sure you click on it, and then... We'll, uh, you know, hey, guess what? Guess what happens? Part of that goes to me, and then we can turn it back into the podcast, and we'll get some cool stuff going on for the podcast and you guys, the listeners. So thank you guys so much. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.